Blog Talk Radio. I see the light coming. No matter what it is, that I'm praising. Jesus to the light. Excited that you have decided 
to take this journey with me on this week. Um, our foundation of scripture is Romans 8 and 28, and from the New King James Version, it reads, And we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are the called according to his purposes. Right now, I want to park for just a moment, and let's go on and get our invite blast out of the way. I'm asking you right now, go on and tweet, send an email, an inbox, let people know that we are live on the air right now, and we are going to have a phenomenal broadcast tonight. We have a special guest here with us tonight. First Lady Modesty is here on these airwaves, and we are going um, to definitely have an awesome, awesome broadcast tonight. Also, as we move forward in our broadcast, don't forget to press the number one on your keypad if you have any questions or comments. We'll have a, a special time right before the end of the broadcast that will bring you in live and allow you to ask your question tonight or to share your comments. Now, last week, my guest was Nakia Willingham Nesbitt, and when I tell you that this woman of God dropped some major nuggets on the airways, I mean, my God, I took some laps in my seat, y'all, right here, sitting here um, in the in the at, on the radio. I took some laps um, on this station as she was sharing and dropping those nuggets last week. And if you want to listen to that show, you can definitely go back to the God Squad 66 Block Talk Radio Network and listen to it. Or you can stop right by my Facebook page, my social media page. That is Deborah Tulay book, and you can definitely tune in there to check out that phenomenal show. Now, tonight, y'all, we are going to be sharing from the topic. The topic is the giving shift. We need a shift. You know, the Word of God says that it's better to give than to receive. And during a season when we focus more on getting than giving, we need a shift. We need a giving shift. And on this week, we have our guest, First Lady Modesty Dunbar-Thompson. She is the CEO and founder of Unwrap the Gift, a ministry without walls serving all of God's people, um, doing a phenomenal job of reaching out to people, you know, in the nursing home, to the homeless, to, um, to the youth, you know, that needs assistance, just doing a phenomenal job and changing the world in which, in which we live in by touching them, you know, one person at a time. I want to go on and, and define the word shift right now. Um, the word shift, one definition says that it is to move or cause to move from one place to another, especially over a small distance. So a shift, sometimes it may not be a major move or a, ma a major movement or a major shift, but anytime you move from one place to another, then that's considered a shift. And when we look at the world that we live in, you know, people are so accustomed to doing what they need to do for themselves, what they need to do for their four, no more, you know, just making things work for themselves. And during this season, what we want to really look at is what does the word of God say to us as it relates to giving, as it relates to sharing what we have with other people. And so what I want to do right now, guys, you know, without further ado, I want to welcome to the Life on Purpose broadcast right now, First Lady Modesty. First Lady, welcome to the broadcast. We're so glad that you're with us tonight. Thank you so much for having me. I am glad to be here. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So we are super excited to have you join the show tonight. And um, as I do with all of my guests, I love to give them an opportunity to share, you know, just who they are, what they do, where they live, and just any other pertinent information that they would like to share. So just tell us about you, a little bit about you, what you do. Tell us about your ministry, how God is using you um, in the world today. Well, first I'd like to say I am a child of the Most High God, fearfully and wonderfully made. I'm a wife, a mother, an author, a CEO, an elder, a life coach, a motivational speaker. I am like the willow tree, flexible yet strong, organizing, rethinking, recalculating, and often reconsidering myself. Like you said earlier, I am Modesty Dunbar, Thompson, affectionately known as First Lady Modesty. 
of Unwrap the Gift, where we provide personal hygiene products to battered women and our homeless neighbors. We also serve children that reside in the hospital, and we also help the individuals living in nursing homes or rehabilitation centers, as well as our runaway teens. We do so many things. The purpose, and as you stated earlier, it is better to give than it is to receive. Amen. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. It is. Tell us a little bit, uh, Minister Modesty, about how did you get to the unwrapped the gift? How did you get there? What happened was, at the time, my bishop asked how many people in the congregation believed that they were called. And if they were called by God, what were they doing with their calling? And everybody had their hands raised and hands began to fall. And I began to tell him about some of the things I was doing, but it did not meet the definition of what he was looking for. So as I began to examine my heart, I thought about the people that were less likely where others would want to be around, the most talked about, the least desirable, and who could really use my help. Although I've never been homeless, I know what it's like to lose a home and find yourself in a position in which I had to transition from a house to a hotel due to flood damage. So that made me think about my homeless neighbor, and that's where it all began. And so what we do, no hygiene products, soap, toothpaste, deodorant, um, razors, shaving cream. We even give them socks to keep their feet warm and cozy in the wintertime. So it was a need that needed to be met. Yes, there were soup kitchens and people giving out coats and those types of things and umbrellas, but I wanted to address the personal hygiene side, because when you feel good and you look good, you tend to do better. And so we give these items to them free of charge, and we give them family-sized toiletries, because what I found out from homeless people is this. They want to wash with a full bar of soap just like we do. And when we can give them family-sized products, those products tend to last anywhere from 20 to 30 days which helps mm-hmm. them to feel better about themselves. So that's the main reason why we that, do it, to give good. that and to change their look upon themselves and the way other people look on them. You Some know, that's good. And, and what you just said, what you just said about the full-size bar just kind of stuck out to me because I know oftentimes when people do share um, with those that are less fortunate or, or the homeless, they normally have, you know, smaller size bars of soap and different things like that. So when you said that, that really stuck out to me and really registered with me just how much of a difference or how much of an impact a bar of soap, the size of a bar of soap to make in someone's life. Wow, that's major. That's powerful. Yes, I don't know about you, but when I get down to the little piece of soap, I usually throw it away. And I go look for a new yeah, box soap because yeah. I want that full box soap. <laughs> and I'm sure some of our listeners can testify to that as well. Some of the and other that's true. That that's do, true. The other thing that we do is we provide brand new or gently used handbags, battered women, and runaway teens. We have partnered with Uh, several battered women's shelters outside of Charlotte, North Carolina, and the surrounding areas, and inside those handbags are those same personal hygiene products that I mentioned for our homeless neighbors. And, again, we do this absolutely free of charge because, number one, we want them to know that they were brave in the steps that they took, meaning our battered women, Um, Even sometimes we have battered men, and we'll provide them with a men 
shaving kit bag that would also house those same mm-hmm. type of products in it so that their needs could be met as well. And we do this all free of charge, just walking in God's love, showing unconditional love just because they're important to us and they're especially important. That's right. That's right. That is so true. That is so true. That's powerful, sis. And how long have you been doing this? I know it's been several years, but exactly how many years has it been? It's been two years since we started this. Mm -hmm. And it started with the homeless. Then it moved on to the battered women. And then we moved on to the nursing house. There's something that we do so wonderful every June. It's called Blooming in June. And so we've adopted a couple of nursing homes in which we go in and we provide them a begonia that is a, that's planted inside of our personal coffee mug. And so they have this plant wow. that they get to keep, that they get to love. And the plant requires very little or no sunlight, and they only have to water it once a week. So now they have something to love, care uh-huh. of besides themselves. And should the, should the begonia die, then they have that nice coffee mug to drink something warm in the wintertime or just to be able to put their personal items in so that they can keep up with them. And that's called Blooming in June. Hmm, I love it. I love it. Wow, that's awesome. That is a great, great concept, and I'm sure it's such a blessing um, to those in the nursing home that receive that because when you are caring for something that has life in it, it actually affects you and your your perspective, your perspective on your own life when you're giving life. When, as I can remember, going through um, you know a hardship at, at one point, it was actually after my mother had passed away, and I can remember that that potted plant that we got um, after she passed yeah. away. That potted plant meant so much, you know, taking care of that plant, taking care of something that is alive. And I can remember moving out on my own uh, one time when my children were really small and you know, being a single parent, and one thing that I bought and put in the house was a plant. And I'm not a green thumb or anything, but just taking care of something that has life, it really can impact your life. So that is major. That's huge, I'm sure, in the lives of those in the nursing home, seeing their begonia, seeing it, you know, thriving. And like you said, even if it doesn't survive, even if it dies, you know, they still have that mug that they can drink from and, and enjoy and still remember and reflect. So that is so powerful. Wow, thank you for sharing that. Um, sis, tell us a little bit, when you hear the word purpose, you know, um, life on purpose, what does that mean to you? What does life on purpose mean to you, Minister Monty? To me, finding your passion, whatever it is, you must breathe it, believe it, Become it and let it become you. When you find your passion, amazing things will happen for you and to you as well as through you. And your purpose will impact the lives of all that cross your path. But you have Uh to be able to execute that purpose. So if you'll just bear with me for just a few more minutes. Number one, a person's passion is, and be fully aware of it. Second, they must be committed, regardless of what it looks like, what it sounds like, or even what it feels like. Third, they must surround themselves with people who will celebrate them and support them. They need an accountability partner. And typically, you can find this in your supporters. Fourth, they have to study to show themselves approved, getting a mentor and networking with others that you can learn from, that further along, that might have the same passion, the same talent, or the same gift, and always remain teachable. Be willing to serve and willing to share. They also need their very own blueprint. You need a plan for your purpose to be filled and be willing to go back to the drawing board and make changes. And finally, in all things, they must be willing to give thanks. 
So tonight, whomever is listening, to use your gifts and talents, to live your life on purpose, and just by following and staying true to those seven simple steps that I just laid out, they're predestined for greatness, and their destiny will be fulfilled, and they will live their life on purpose. Amen. Praise God. Now, sis, I'm going to ask you um, to help me out here. I was jotting them down, and I missed a couple, but I want to have these nuggets um, on our Facebook tonight. So I know that number one is to have your passion. And if you'll tell me number two is? You must be committed. You must be committed to whatever it is you're passionate about. No matter what the naysayers are saying, you must be committed. Regardless of what it looks like, what it sounds like, what it feels like. Mm-hmm. Number three, mm-hmm. you must surround yourself with people who will celebrate and support you. If you have people around you who can't celebrate you, then those people shouldn't be around you because you should be able to support and celebrate each other. That's right. And then number four, you you're ready to show yourself approved? Yes. And find a mentor or network with others that have the same passion, but they are further along in it than you are. There's no need in reinventing the wheel when the wheel is already there. You can learn from them just by listening, watching, observing, networking. Number five was be willing to serve and to share your gifts and talents just because that's what you're passionate about. Not for financial gain, truly walking in that passion. A gift is something that you freely get. You hand it over. It's something that you would give out of the kindness of your heart, not out of obligation. Because it's Uh something that you want to do, not something that you have to do. That's the difference in a gift of obligation or a gift giving cheerfully. The word says that we are to give cheerfully. Uh Right? And a cheerful gift reaps the reward. And number six, was you need a blueprint. In other words, you need a plan for your purpose-filled life. And be willing to go back to the drawing board and make changes. Sometimes we start out one way, and God might redirect us in another way Uh because it's necessary. The one thing that in life that is constant is change. Nothing stays the same. Remain That's right. Remain teachable. And my last one was number seven, in all things, give thanks. Be thankful for everything because today was not like yesterday and tomorrow won't be like today. Be the best you can do every day. You know what, uh, Elder Tule, I believe that every day is a gift. The question is, what are you going to do with the gift that has been given to you? Powerful. What are you going to do? Every day that we live is a gift. So what are we going to do with the gift that God has given to us? And that's really what, you know, Life on Purpose is all about. It's about embracing that very thought that you just said. It's about embracing the fact that every day that we wake up, yes, we wake up to a day with new mercies and a day that's loaded with benefits, but we also wake up to an assignment. Just like when when God created Adam, he gave Adam an assignment. He told him to till. He told him to take care, to have dominion over the earth. So Adam had an assignment. And then when he he went to sleep and, and, you know, God brought Eve out of Adam, you know, God gave them an assignment in the earth. And ever since the beginning of mankind, God has been giving man assignments. And we have an assignment. We've been fearfully and wonderfully made in God's image and in his likeness. 
He's placed, you know, gifts, talents, and abilities on the inside of each of us, and they are there not to glorify us or not for us to self-serve, but for us to serve others, to take the gifts, the talents, the ability that God has placed on the inside of us now to begin to be an extension of the Lord in the earth, to be an extension of God. Our hands are an extension of God. You know, our feet are an extension of God. What we do with the talent is an extension of God. What we do with our gifts, that's an extension of God. You know, as believers, everything that makes makes us into who we are is so that God can get glory from our lives. Amen. Amen. You know, the Apostle Paul, he said this, each one must do just as he has purposed in his heart, not grudgingly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. The attitude is a matter of the individual's heart. Sometimes we need to check our heart because it reflects that in our attitude. That's good. Check your heart. Check your yeah. heart. Oh, my God. Check your the heart. Condition, because everything moves based on the condition of your heart. Yes. Yes. You know, there's another scripture that I like in Proverbs 3, verse number 27. Do not withhold good for those to whom it is due when it is in your power to do it. Mm. Yes. If God has given you the power to execute something and you don't do it, then you are in error. And God is holding you accountable for more than one person, meaning for more than just yourself. For those, it's not necessarily for the people that you know. It's for the unknown. Yes. A gift is to be released. It is to be released cheerfully. And Proverbs Proverbs 18 and 16 also says, a gift opens the way and ushers the giver into the presence of the great. So when we begin to give, when we shift in our mindset, and we're going to talk about that in just a few minutes a little bit deeper, um, But when we shift our mindset and begin to realize that when I give something away, that the gift that I'm giving, that it is like opening a door, key that unlocks a door, and it opens the way, and now it ushers me. It grants me access. It gives me access to get into the presence of the great. Because, you know, when God says it's better to give than to receive, everything that comes from God, his word will not return to him void. So there's purpose on everything that God says. So God is saying it's better for you to give than to receive because he knows that once you give, just as just as he gave yeah. his only begotten son, when we give, it opens us up now to be able to receive. And so when yeah. we give, then that gift, it actually opens up a door. It becomes a key. And now it takes me into, it ushers me into the presence of the great. Yeah. And that's from Proverbs 18 and 16. So we want we that um, when we give, you know, not only are we a blessing to the person that we're giving the gifts to, but now we've opened a door that we will uh, that we're allowing now God to bless us. To you know, um, every seed will produce after its own kind. So when I think about yeah. what am I giving, what am I doing, what with, with what God has given me, I'm opening myself up now to be able to receive a return on the harvest or harvest from our Father. And what we're going to do right now, we're going to pause for our Life on Purpose song for this week. And when we come back, we're going to continue um, talking with Minister um, Modesty or First Lady Modesty. When we come back, we're sharing tonight. She's going to dig a little bit into our topic about making that giving shift. How do you shift from being a person that may be a little self-centered, or maybe you do give, but you just don't don't give like you know you should or like you have the wherewithal to do, and how can we make a shift? And then she's going to tell us how we can partner with her and what she, what um, God has given to her to be a blessing to others when we come back after this song. And so what we're going to listen to right now, guys, um, one of my favorite, favorite songs, 
by one of my favorite um, um, artists, and it is none other than Tasha Cobb Leonard. And the name of the song for tonight's Life on Purpose song for this week is Gracefully, Gracefully Broken. Listen up. God will break you to position you, break you to promote you, and break you to put you in your right place. But when he breaks you, he doesn't hurt you. He doesn't, when he breaks you, he doesn't destroy you. He does it with grace. Ah! Anybody been gracefully broken? Where? Ooh. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. So, Father, tonight we're broken before you. Thank you for handling us with grace. your worship right there in this moment. Here I am, God, 
here on earth because we know that our Father is going to reward us in heaven far more greater than what people could do. Uh The other thing about giving is giving just because. You're not looking for a return. You can't do it that way. Then your heart's not right. And your heartstrings have to be right. And usually, children know a phony when they see one. Say so. You say can, so. <laughs> they, you know, they say out of the mouths of babes, babes will tell you the truth. That's why when my children were younger, when they didn't want to go to somebody, I never forced them. Because there was something, obviously, that my kids were picking up on that I was not in tune to. So we're talking about giving. We're talking about giving on today. Your desire has to, your desire to give has to be right. Sometimes it could be just reading a book to somebody. Even if you can't afford to spend the money, maybe you could just take a nice sheet of paper and write a note just, I'm thinking of you. You just don't know what that would do for somebody. Even on and off your job, where your your coworkers and your bosses are watching it. Sometimes giving is just in the word hello, good morning, how are you? You took the time, you gave your time, you gave of yourself to someone else. Giving. Um, it takes me to Second uh, Corinthians chapter 9, I believe it's verse number 6, and it says, He who sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, and he who sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. But my favorite scripture, Elder, is this one, Luke six thirty-eight. Give, and it will be given unto you. They will pour into your lap a good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. For by your standard of measure, it will be measured to you in return. And again, what I'm saying is we give out of our heart, not because we're looking for a return, but what you do for others, for the poor woman, the widowed woman, uh, the 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 mother with the child, with the absent husband, God will make preparation, and he will provide for you just as you provided for them. When you least expect it, it will be returned to you. So what I'm saying to the, saying today is don't be like the people who uh, um, I can't think of what his title was. But we all know this story about the talent. One was given one, one was given five, one was given ten. What are you going to do with your talent? The Uh one with the five and the ten were able to increase, but the one that had the one, he didn't do anything with his talent. Uh He had a gift, and he didn't use it. But had he used it, it would have multiplied. You see what I'm saying? Yes, yes, I'm listening, I'm listening. Oh, that's good. And so when you go before the Father, and the Father has trusted you with something, whether it be your gifts and talents, whether it be something like singing, your good sports, your good in medicine, uh, whatever it is that you're good at, use that for the greater good of others. And then watch what God does for you just because yes. your heart was right. Take what God has given you and hold on to it and be selfish with it. You've got uh-huh. to share it, spread it, and give it away. Uh-huh. Yeah. So tonight, that's my word of encouragement for those who are wondering, well, if you don't have any money, sell your time. We have what's called Unwrap the Gift of Volunteer Nation. Our volunteers are responsible for purchasing their two T-shirts, 
and doing at least one event per quarter or at least three events per year. Sowing your time, going back into the community and loving on those less fortunate, most spoke about, talked about, most likely to be around, forgotten, and nobody wants to have anything to do with them. Wow. Whether they be homeless on the street or laying up in a nursing home. It's almost parallel how people will distance themselves and forget about them. But they are the ones that need the most love and the most attention, in my opinion. Which is why we give from the bottom of our hearts all the way to the top. We share God's unconditional love. One of the first things that God gave man was responsibility. He Uh gave man everything that he needs, but he said, this is going to be your responsibility, Adam. I'm giving you all of this. Now be responsible for it, and then I want you to give it name. Well, whether you know the name of the person or the individual or whether you know the entire situation, when you're giving out of the abundance of your heart, and you truly mean it because you're not looking for a return, then you are operating in the gift of transitioning, and there's a shift taking place from you to them. You just don't know what one pair of socks will do for an individual who does not have a pair of socks. <laughs> and we just buy these That's socks. good. That's good. Oh, yeah, we provide socks to school-age children. You'd be surprised how many kids go to school with holy socks, no socks, just plain old dirty socks for whatever reason. Whether they're not able to wash them, they don't have another pair, they're sharing socks with siblings, or they're living from place to place and they've lost the sock along the way. You know how sometimes the dryer eats the sock? You know you put two in the washing machine. You believe you threw two in the dryer, but only one came out? (laughs) So this is why we give our babies those socks and those warm, cozy socks and the cushion socks for our homeless neighbor seniors. Most of the time, they're cold, and they'll say, my feet are cold. Nothing warms the heart like a pair of warm, cozy socks. So we're going to sock it to them as much as we can. (laughs) Oh, that's good. I love it. I love it, Minister Modesty. That's amazing. And that is so true because I can, you know, I can remember, if I can just share right here, I can remember being a little girl and growing up and how, you know, we were um, were poor. My mom was a single parent. I was the last of eight children. And I didn't always have clean socks. I didn't always have matching socks. So I know how that made me feel. So knowing that you know, being able to help a child that may be going to school that needs clean socks or need matching socks or need or just need socks, you know, and being able to be a blessing yeah. that that's significant because now that child's at school not feeling insecure all day because I don't have on socks or because I don't have on matching socks or because my socks are dirty and my feet are smelly or you know just whatever because there's so much that goes along with that. And what we don't want is our children being bullied at school. Yeah. So we partnered with a, a Title One school in Fort Mill, South Carolina, and and um, we also give to uh, children that reside in the in the shelter these socks as well. So we're not limited. We give out what's given to us. We make sure that they receive. We try our very best to meet the needs. Do we meet all the needs? We cannot. But we can do our part. And as long as we make the difference in one person's life, then we know that we've done what we were supposed to do, even if it was just for the one. That's yeah. right. It was worth it. Right. Wow, that's amazing. That's, that's a blessing. Um, I can, you know, even as you're talking, I can just see the lives of the people that you're touching because we see these people from day to day when we're out and about, on TV even. Uh, we see from day to day the homeless, the destitute, those in nursing homes, children that are less fortunate, you know, teenagers, youth that need mentoring and need um, some additional support.
support, be it sometimes tangible things, but sometimes it's just someone to talk to. So just, you know, as you're speaking, just being able to have a visual of the need that is in our community. There is great need. So Minister Modesty, tell us, you know, how can we help, you know, how can we partner with you and be a part of, um, of what you're doing um, to help help the world? Well, one of the things uh, people can do, they can go to our website, which is un, U-N, wrap, unwrap the gift. They can click on the donation button, and they can donate right there online. It is secured through PayPal, uh, or if they want to write it, send checks via mail to Unwrap the Gift to 201 Tom Hall Street, number 703, Fort Mill, South Carolina, 29715. Once again, our mailing address is 201 Tom Hall Street, number 703, Fort Mill, South Carolina, 29. Our website is unwrapthegift.org. Or they're welcome to call me or even email me. My email address is unwrapthegift2 at gmail.com, and that's the number two, unwrapthegift, the number two, at gmail.com, or you can call me at 704-493-8168. Again, my number is 704-493-8168. If I could just say this, Elder, before we leave. Very often, we even take something simple as brushing our teeth for granted. Our dentist has encouraged us to brush after every meal in between meals. But when we give that individual person a toothbrush and a tube of toothpaste, you should just see how it brightens their smile, something that we take for granted makes the biggest difference in a form of a tooth. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And and that so makes people hurt. feel better. When you can yeah. brush your teeth, wash your face, wash your body, that makes you, yeah. even though your circumstances may not have changed, it does make you feel better, um, you know, about yourself. Yeah, absolutely. And that's another thing. We do give out brand-new washcloth, and brand-new box of soap, as well as deodorant, too. And I think I mentioned that earlier. But what we're doing, as you stated earlier, if we could just make them feel better about themselves, the way they, you know, that, that cleanliness, you know, is the next best thing to godliness. And for those that we can, we pray for them if they're open to prayer. So we're always looking for ways to win souls for the kingdom. And the only thing that we ask any of these individuals to do is when their situation changes, we ask them to pay it forward. And very often they say, you know I'm going to do it. I'm going to remember you. And that's what we do. Love makes the world go round. For God so loved the world that he gave. His only begotten son. Mm. Wow. God is a giver. And so mm-hmm. since we are made in his image, we got to be like our father. We have to be a giver. We have to be willing to That's give. Right. At all costs. Right. So be, be about our father's business, and that includes having a heart and an attitude of giving. And Minister Modesty, I'm going to read these back to you to make sure that I have them correctly before I hit this post button. Um, but it's unwrapthegift.org and click the donation button. Yeah. Or send a check to Unwrap the Gift, 201 Tom Hall Street, number 703, Fort Mill, South Carolina. 
or email unwrap the gift the number two at gmail dot com or call First Lady Modesty Dunbar at seven zero four four nine three eighty one sixty eight. Right, and we got to have the zip code on that. So it's two zero one. Okay. Okay. Hold on one Uh huh. And what's Number the zip? Seven zero three, Fort Mill, South Carolina two nine seven one five. Two nine seven one five. Okay. But the fastest way, the fastest way is to give online. That's the fastest way. Mhm. Okay. Okay. And hey, listening audience, I want to invite you. Let's help unwrap the gift. Help more people over this um, this season than any other time. They've been um, in operation or organized for um, two years, and we want to help them to move forward um, and do more. I know that it is First Lady Modesty's heart to do more, and let's help her. Let's make provisions available, and as she said before, you know, it's not just about monetarily, but, you know, but, but share what you have. If you have money, donate it, give it, you know, share it. But if you want to donate some yeah. time, you can reach out to her, maybe go out and help mentor someone, help a, a youth or, or, you know, help with some stock, donate, stock donations or whatever. But let's help this season. Let's help her be able to help more people. Each one, reach one. And if we come together, teamwork makes the dream work, and together we can do more. So I want to encourage you to let's do that. Um, First Lady Modesty, thank you so much for being here with us tonight and sharing on this topic um, about the giving shift because I truly believe that that is very important. Um, it's in the word. It's what, the, what God wants us to do. He wants us to give. He wants us to donate. He wants us to help others. So thank you so much for being here to inspire us and to motivate us to get in action and to begin to do more to help those that may be less fortunate than what we are. Um, this, and, if, and right now what I want to do is have a moment. If anyone has a question, a comment um, that you'd like to share, don't forget to press the number one on your keypad, and we're going to bring you live into the show. We're about to end the show, but I want to give you a moment to do that, and we're going to listen to this um, song by James Fortune, and the name of the song is It Gets Better. So if you have a question, a comment, if you just want to let Minister Modesty know that you're on tonight, hit the number one on your keypad, and we're going to bring you live into the show tonight. But right now, it gets better. Listen up. Breaking news now let's go to James with the weather. Today's forecast shows that those thunderstorms are finally moving out. And the rest of the week is going to be beautiful. Yeah. 
Yes, thank you again for being here. Thank you for coming. It's been phenomenal, a phenomenal broadcast, and I will be uploading it pretty soon. But thank you for being here, and thanks to each of you, those of you who are part of the Life on Purpose family and those of you who this is your first time here. Thank you. Thank you for being here with us tonight, and we'll see you next week. Same time, same station, 8 o'clock p.m., Eastern Standard Time on the God Squad 66 Network and on Sunday evening at 4.30 p.m. on WDRB Media. You can tune in at iHeart and Tune In Radio. God bless you. See you next week on Life on Purpose with Deborah Tule. God bless and good night. Bye now. Bye, Minister. Love you much. I love you more. God bless. Shalom. Shalom.